with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Howard Wishart in the host chair as usual for the Tuesday edition of After 9. Steve on the board as usual. My first guests are already here. And the nice thing about it is I only have to remember one last name. <laughs> Michael Hall and Ken Hall from the Prince George Symphony Orchestra are here. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you. Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> now, you guys have a nice, quiet little time coming up here, don't you? Not much going on in December. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we take it easy that month. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny. You've got three events on, but two of them are like back-to-back, literally, yeah. <coughs> consecutive days. So what have you got going on? Well, that weekend's a fun weekend. We have uh, a concert with our youth orchestra, which which we uh, started last season. Okay. Great success. Yeah. Great chance for young people, especially string players. We're focusing mm-hmm. on str- young string players to play in an ensemble. Yeah. So we're, that's up and running, and so we're, we're performing a concert there on the Saturday at 4.30 on that weekend. And then the next day, we're doing Morris and the Moose up at Canfort Theatre up in the UNBC. Now, one thing we should mention, you were saying it's the youth orchestra uh-huh. on the Saturday, yeah. Yeah. and they are performing with youth singers. The Tapestry Singers. That's right. Yeah, yes. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. So a nice show for that. And then, of course, kids' concert. Well, family concert. Yep. Fun for the whole right. family. Yes. Yeah. Morris the Moose. Now, you've yeah. Morris the Moose has shown up before, hasn't he? That's right. A few yes. years back, I think, we yeah. saw Morris the Moose. So he's been hibernating. <laughs> okay. I think I said, is that what moose do? I think, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 They go away for the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Then they're back again. So, yeah, yeah people love that show, and we oh. thought it was great to bring it back again. One mm-hmm. of Barb Parker's creations. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just wonderful with that. So, so yeah, yeah we're bringing it yeah. back and uh, have fun. There's visuals, mm-hmm. a narrator, mm-hmm. great music. Uh, like I said, fun for the whole family. We love yeah. it. There's a lot of folk music with uh, Morris the Moose. Okay. So things like Black Fly make an appearance. Uh, yeah. uh, Log uh, Driver's Waltz. Oh, that's uh, a great Which one. I remember. I asked somebody the other day. I said, oh, do people still know that song? I mean, my generation saw it every, all the time on TV. You know, well, yeah, because uh, there was that Canadian the film board, was wasn't called it? The film board yeah. thing, yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's still... Great like, piece of animation. I know. I, oh. Exactly. That's what I remember, too, about it. But, yeah. 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 But... Um, now, the family concerts used, to, if I remember correctly, this was probably three, four years ago now, they seem to have a focus, each of them, on a different section of the orchestra. I take it you've kind of gotten past that at this point? Well, it's just different. I mean, yes. we did used to do that. It'll focus on our, but what yeah. we do do, what, what, what we enjoy doing too, and I'm happy to say I'll be a part of this concert, is we, we take a moment just for the kids to listen and look at and introduce the different instruments of the orchestra. Okay. So there'll be a little moment where we talk about the violins and the cellos mm-hmm. and the woodwind instruments. So it's not a focus per se, but every time we get together with the kids, we love to mm-hmm. you know, kind of let them know what these instruments are, how they sound, what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we, we try to get a balance between that sort of educational aspect yeah. and yeah. telling a fun story yeah. that the kids yeah. uh, are really engaged by. Do you explain to them that when they're doing the uh, log driver's waltz that that's not really a violin you hear. That's actually a fiddle. Well, the well this is it, you see. That's right. It's the same instrument, exactly yeah, no. how you play it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. No. Well, that's a part of the thing. There's so much different music. Uh, Land of the Silver Birch comes to mind, too. Yes. Another sort of yeah. song that I used to sing in the car with my parents, <laughs> for God's sakes, you know, before we had... Uh, Anything to listen to <laughs> yeah. in the car. So yeah. anyway, yeah. yeah, but that's uh, it's a lot of a lot of fun repertoire and uh, well, a good time. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of a couple of concerts. I guess I guess the Saturday concert, Winter Dreams. 
it's with the kids, if you will, with the youth orchestra, the tapestry singers, but it's not really a kids concert, is it? It's more, it's yeah. more of a family, it's a family Right, event. exactly. Yeah. It's not a kid's concert per se, no. but we, you know, I think people find that you, if you come to a concert and all these young, talented kids up on the stage mm-hmm. and the singers, I mean, it's something oh, very, yeah. I, we would encourage young people to come. It's, I think it's quite inspirational, to be honest. Yes. Like, you know, it's a great Oh, it's event. a fantastic yeah. concert. You know? I, I, we've only had one youth orchestra concert That's before. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and that Achieve. was in the spring. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so this is our second one, and uh, I mean, the tapestry singers are, are wonderful, yeah. so. Yeah. Now, It'll be a great thing. Are we allowed to throw in a plug for something else that's happening that same weekend that you guys aren't involved in? No, which is also something right for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't talk about how they're doing the Grinch who stole Christmas oh, uh, that sure. weekend. I think, I think so. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grinch who stole Christmas is on that weekend as well. And that's Novi yeah. Volce, I believe. Yeah. That's yes. Novi Volce, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so everybody's getting involved yeah. that weekend. Yeah. Wow. And that's only the start of December. So, I know. Yeah, we're just starting. Yeah. And then there's something else coming Later in the month, I think it's called Christmas, and you guys have got a concert with a yeah. very original name. <laughs> yes, Christmas right. with the PCS. We don't want to mislead anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And again, okay, and this actually ties in rather nice because yeah. we were just talking about the Grinch who stole Christmas yes. being Nove Voce. That's right. That's Gee, right. who are your guests for the Christmas uh, with the PGSO? Nova Voce and uh, the Cantata Singers. Yeah. But I have to say, this is a new thing for us. Now, because think back on our, our previous holiday concerts. Yes. It's the Nutcracker. Yeah. Or it's uh, the Messiah. Yes. And we would, every other year. Boom, boom. Yep. So this year we thought, okay, and we're going to, you know, we just thought maybe we'll shake it up a bit. Maybe we'll do mm-hmm. something different. And so this is more of a Pops type concert. So oh, Christmas carols, yeah. sing along, uh, and then a little bit of the Messiah thrown in there okay. just so people who won't have any withdrawal symptoms, they'll be able to yes. come and enjoy mm-hmm. the Messiah. And get some exercise by standing. There you yes. go. Uh, but, but it's really now morphed into, we think something great, special guest, Ian Cleary is a tenor that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Vancouver mm-hmm. to sing. Yeah. So we have choruses, singer, carols, uh, sing along. Santa might show up. So it's just, it's, so we're kind of opening it up, we think, for, for everybody. <laughs> Santa might show up at a Christmas event? Um, yeah. Unless he's too busy. So I yeah, just, I yeah, just don't yeah, know. Gotta be, gotta, gotta, hedge your bets on that one a <laughs> little right. bit. Now, one other thing I just want to mention before we go any further was I was noticing the three events in December and two in January that we'll get to. All five of them at different venues. Yeah, yeah you yeah. brought that up. We didn't even. I didn't no. really notice that. But uh, so you guys have yeah. got to. Ma- you guys have got to make sure that your orchestra members know yeah, where they're going to that's each right. day, <laughs> yeah. well. and our audience too. But yes, yeah. that's right. That's so right. okay, Winter Dreams. Where is it going to be? That's at St. Michael's. Okay, yeah. uh, Morris the Moose. That's at the Canfor Theater up at UNBC. Right, that's where you usually hold the family concerts. We have right. for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a wonderful yeah. venue for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great space. And it's a nice size for that sort of thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Christmas with the PGSO. Well, that's at our, our usual stomping grounds at Vania mm-hmm. Hall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, Christmas with the PGSO, is that a full orchestra yep. on that one? Okay. Sure is. Yeah. So it's not yeah. technically... Are you classifying it as a main stage concert or no. is it a special well, event? Okay. Yeah, it's a special event. Okay. We didn't include yeah. it in the subscription, no. but it's it's full orchestra. In fact, I'm a little nervous about how we're going to fit all those performers <laughs> yeah. on the stage. Yeah, because yeah, think we had the full orchestra plus two choirs. Yeah. Yeah. That we're all going to kind of put in there. I'll be, you know, they'll be yeah. fine. The more the merrier. Well, at Vanier Hall, you know, okay, yeah. you get the audience in. You yeah. guys take up the stage. Yeah. 
Yeah. One of the choirs stand at the back <laughs> entrance on one side. The other choir yeah. stands at the back entrance on the other side. Yeah. You get a real stereo yeah, effect. Yeah, I get a stereo going effect. On. Yeah. That, yeah. Where, where, yeah. where does Santa go that way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he comes down the chimney. That's right. right. So okay. He drops in from above. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then after everybody is finished with um, Christmas and New Year's and is starting to recover, you guys hit them again oh, yeah. with yeah. again one of your favorites. Robbie Barron's night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's become a real popular thing. Uh, yeah, um, we had over a hundred people last time at a a rip snorting party, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and we're hoping to recreate that this year. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Just so people know. Your Robbie Burns Night concert usually is not on Robbie Burns Day, though, right? No, we no. usually do it on on the weekend. Well, the weekend, you know, either. Yeah, yeah so before, it's the Saturday. So. Yeah, okay. uh, January twenty first. We're doing that. Where? At the Prestige yeah. Treasure Cove. That's Never right. the same place twice. This yeah, is, this, okay. is the, this is the theme now. Yeah. Are, the you, are you guys getting a bad reputation on town? Is that the problem? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the Robbie Burns night. Don't let them back in with that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's true. Actually, I don't think Robbie Burns has been in the same place two years in a row. <laughs> oh, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that's not the reason. But <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then the other one that you got in January is a Chamber Social. Yeah, the first right. for a little while. Yeah. Different trains. And now I was reading the little thing on mm-hmm. the website about mm-hmm. this one, and this yeah. sounds inter- interesting. Yeah, it's yes. Interesting. It's, yeah. it, it's a little heavier fare yeah. than I think we've oh. typically done on these concerts. Like, these concerts are meant to be sort of intimate, fun events. Yeah. They, we've got appetizers and a cash bar, and people sit at tables and listen to the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it'll still be a fun event, but uh, that particular piece, yes. different trains. Uh, it was written by the American composer Steve Reich, who's Jewish, mm-hmm. um, and it's partly about his experiences riding the train as a young kid uh, in in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he came from a, a split family, and he, he would go from California to New York and back oh, with his really? governess. So, <laughs> so he spent a lot of time on those trains. Yeah, um, and uh, but then some of the other movements are about. Uh, the Holocaust mm-hmm. and the trains in Europe that were taking people to Auschwitz. Yes, so uh, it's 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 a pretty Pre- pretty heavy pretty piece. Heavy, yeah. And it's uh, it's a string quartet with pre-recorded tape, oh. and the tape has both train sounds mm-hmm. um, that he recorded and then sort of used to write the piece. So okay. the the strings are written to sort of imitate the trains, um, and. Uh, he interviewed his governess from okay. his childhood. Right. Uh, he's got clips of her on there. And then he has actually Auschwitz survivors wow. as well. Um, so you hear the voices of the survivors. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a lot. And it's it's a big piece. I think it's about half an hour yeah. long yeah. and three movements. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's a minimalist and composer, so it's very yeah. repetitive. A, that's why yeah. it fits so well with the train sounds. I mean, yeah. That's sort of his style yeah. of composing. Chunk, that way. Chunk, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it, it might be the most successful minimalist piece. Yeah, right. I mean, it's yeah. it's remarkably... Better uh, than John Cage's four minutes, 32 yeah. seconds. Sorry, what's hard to compare <laughs> to that piece? But, yes, uh, in terms of being minimalist. Yeah, that's maximally minimalist. For those who don't know, John Cages, four yeah. minutes, 32 seconds. Yeah. The yeah. pianist comes out, sits yeah. at the piano. Yeah. 
for it, four minutes. Four minutes and thirty-two seconds, seconds right. of dead silence, yeah. and then stands up and leaves. Yeah, yeah. right. Probably well, getting there. There are three movements, so he oh, has to pause okay. a couple yeah, times okay. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now, <laughs> where pause. is different trains going to be? So that's up at the Heart Community Center. Oh, okay, yeah, yep. great place for. Uh, oh, we, yes. We've been there a little bit now. A few of our chamber concerts. It's a really yes. great uh, place for music. The acoustics are wonderful because it's so it's such a large ceiling. Yeah. So and it's comfortable for the people, but it has a real sort of live quality to it so yeah. it's nice up there and it's a yeah. great one yeah. for something like the chamber yeah. social yeah. where it's at tables that's like right. tables yeah. in Vanier Hall doesn't work nope. that well no that's no. right no <laughs> you can't, can't get him in there really no. easily no exactly yeah. no so five pieces in December and January in five different venues and then by golly, beginning of February, yep. you guys actually go back to the same place again. Yes, for yep. the first time. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Our main stage home. Yeah. yeah. And technically yeah. the first main stage concert, well, obviously the new year because it's yeah. Yeah. at the beginning of February. Yeah, because we did one just two days ago. Was our, right, was right. our second main stage yes. two days ago, and then yep, and then after all this great activity, then yeah. we're back on the stage in, in early February. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you're, I'm. I'm not sure I've heard of this guy, Beethoven? Yeah, yeah, he's written a few symphonies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. this is number six of his. This is the Pastoral Symphony. Oh, okay. Which is great. I don't think we've done this piece. Not it's in my time. No, in past, the last five years. The Pastoral, yeah. okay. Hmm. Is this February in Prince George? Yeah. Is that not right. a little <laughs> <laughs> Thematic is a little off. I will yeah. give you that. Yeah. But well, think dream. of it it's like going to Mexico. But yeah, yeah, that's right. We yeah, can dream. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, it's a hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. And so that again is full orchestra. Full orchestra. And a different way we present this. This is uh, with visuals. This is with uh, musical examples. Okay. And the idea is to give an audience a little insight into why this piece is so fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so I'll chat with the audience. We'll play some examples. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, talk about Beethoven as life a little bit and then after a quick intermission we play the whole thing mm-hmm. so the whole idea is for people to understand more about why this piece is great in the compositional process and again it's not a lecture it's a, the purpose no. of this so people can really enjoy it Mark so I find no. if I know a bit more about the mm-hmm. piece whatever it might be the history as well as just how it's put together I, I appreciate it more oh my no. goodness that's what Beethoven did so is this one then is this basically a one piece right Wow. Correct. As opposed to a lot of your other ones where you do three or four other pieces and then play the main piece. This is... Just the pastoral yeah. symphony. This is the yeah. the class ahead of time. That's right. Why you yeah. should appreciate this work comes from and everything, and then and after then the intermission, we play the whole thing. Yeah. So if people come to my pre concert talks, which we do every mm. before we mention, it's kind yes. of the same idea, but Just, it's much more fun because we got the full orchestra playing instead oh, of yeah, yeah, and it, it's more of a show mm-hmm. than a yeah. than a lecture. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The the idea is to to create a sort of multimedia experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. Where you get into the piece and you say, well. Oh, listen for this little thing yeah. in the violins. Yeah, yeah. little t- little signposts, then, you know, touchstones, yeah. and kind of get into get into it. Things yeah. to listen yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, things to listen for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. Michael Hall, Ken Hall, PGSO. You guys are busy in the next couple of months, yeah. so I'll let Love you get it. back to it. Again, <laughs> though, quickly, where can people get tickets for all of these shows? For almost all of them, uh, they can get their tickets through pgso.com. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Winter Dreams coming up, that's ah. being sold through the Tapestry Singers oh, okay. So they'll have to go there for that. Although, if you go to pgso.com, you'll find a link that'll take you yes. where you need to be. Okay. And, you know, we love it when people drop in the office. Sometimes people drop in yeah, and buy tickets there, which is great. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I don't drop in there near as often as I used yeah. to because we, we <laughs> move. Yeah, you don't work there anymore. <laughs> yeah, Studio 2880, 15th Avenue. Yeah. 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 
John, thank you very much. I'm sure we'll be talking again Great. at some point in the future. Great. Thank okay. you, Alvin. Wonderful. Thanks Take for Take a break. Be back with more after nine. Featuring the latest songs from artists in Canada and from around the world. Hosted by DJs from coast to coast to coast. 30 minutes of Canada's newest music downloaded exclusively from the Earshot's digital distribution system. For more information about the show, check out earshot-distro.ca. Listen up, Canada. This is your show on your station. Canada's Earshot Daily. Weekday nights at 1130 here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. The Q3 Creative Business Hub is home to the Q3 Community Market. The market has tables available for home-based businesses year-round for greater exposure of your products and services. Reasonably priced in the air-conditioned comfort of the Q3 Creative Business Hub, it's ideal for crafters and independent professionals alike. Reserve your table today by emailing q3building at gmail.com. The Q3 Community Market, Saturdays from 8.30 to 2 at the corner of Quebec and 3rd. Ron's Hole in the Wall is now open six days a week in the Q3 Creative Business Hub. Stop by and check out his great assortment of books, magazines, DVDs, and collectibles. Tuesday through Friday between 10 and 2. Ron's Hole in the Wall is also open during the Q3 Community Market, Saturday from 8.30 to 2. Drop in regularly as always something different in store. Ron's Hole in the Wall now open Tuesday through Saturday in the Q3 Creative Business Hub, downtown at the corner of Quebec and 3rd. Forecast from Environment Canada. Snow mixed with rain ending late this afternoon, then cloudy. Wind from the south at 20 gusts into 40 this morning, a high of 1. Partly cloudy tonight, wind up to 15K, a low of minus 3 with a wind chill to minus 7. For Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a 30% chance of flurries or showers. Wind becoming south 30 gusts into 15 in the afternoon, a high of 3. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Well, November the 22nd today, so we're getting close to the end of November. That means we're getting into December, and December means Christmas. Talking with Julian from Books and Company this morning. Julian, I'm thinking you guys have probably got some books there that you're recommending to people for Christmas. Oh, we sure do, Alan. We always do. It's always a good thing to have handy, hey? Yes. Books books of any sort are always a great Christmas present, I find. Okay. And my family usually agrees with that. Well, they used to. Then my sister and I got rules that from about the beginning of November on, we weren't allowed to buy any books ourselves. Yeah, because you didn't want to sneak in and accidentally buy the ones you were getting. Hey, yeah, I remember yes. that. Yeah. So what are... Can you maybe give us a couple of titles of books that people seem to be looking at for Christmas books this year? Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple in particular I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. The first one that I think particularly around this time of year is a good pick is called What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat by Aubrey Gordon, <laughs> uh, who is, a, as she describes herself, an author, a columnist, a podcaster, and a fat lady about town. She hosts the podcast <laughs> Maintenance Phase, which debunks kind of health and wellness quackery and mm-hmm health fads, uh, but this book is basically a sort of a, a mix of her own stories and interviews and really meticulous research about the impacts of anti-fat bias and discrimination, the way they show up in healthcare, in government, in everyday life. And I think at this time of year when a lot of us are really starting to worry about mm-hmm. putting on those extra pounds, we're starting to think about those New Year's resolutions to go on a diet, it's a really great antidote to maybe make us wonder, maybe some of that stuff's not quite as... Uh, grounded in medical science as we think it is and she really talks about it a lot in that book and she's just okay. charming and hilarious and it's a great read for the holidays I think. yeah I, I, although you don't want to read it probably right 
on Christmas when you're enjoying your Christmas meal and it's talking about how bad it is to be fat and everything. No, it's actually just the opposite. It's yeah, talking know, about yeah. how it's not such a big deal no. to be fat, okay. as a matter of fact. So she's so, very I'm, pro everybody eating as much as they like at Christmas and not feeling like they need to be guilty about it. That's one of her uh, her big arguments is we should all be a little kinder to ourselves at this time of year. Okay. I don't know if she talks about that specifically, but no. sort of her thesis is we all need to be a little nicer to ourselves about stuff like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just got going to throw in quickly. Somebody pointed out the two best-selling categories of books in most bookstores are A, books on dieting, and B, cookbooks. Yeah. Okay, now what's wrong with this picture? <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? It's a strange combo, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a good message. If everybody, yeah. She has a great line on her podcast. She says, everybody, instead of making a New Year's resolution to lose weight, should make a New Year's resolution to be nicer to fat people and fight for fat liberation. So I think that's a good rule of them, too. Fat liberation, okay. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? Uh, another one that I just started myself, and we've got, I know we've got lots of copies of it, and I hope it's going to fly off the shelves. It's called Making Love with the Land by Joshua Whitehead, who is mm. uh, an OG Cree Nihila uh, two-spirit writer who is most known for his uh, novel uh, Johnny Appleseed, which was a bestseller and was up for a bunch of awards. And this book, his newest one, is a book of essays about indigeneity and queerness and land and justice and it's just some of the most incredible writing i've ever read so mm-hmm. I, i'd recommend it for the people if you're looking for a gift for somebody who really just loves like beautiful language and a book that's just kind of lets you luxuriate in it, in the writing it's a great it's a great choice it's just gorgeous now is it just my imagination or are we seeing maybe a few more books these days that are collections of essays that people have written it does seem to be a trend, actually. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it personally myself. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool seeing writers sort of take that kind of poetry and the art of their language and really apply it to, you know, things in their life, things in the real world, that sort of, they kind of live in this sort of middle zone between <laughs> fiction and nonfiction. I think it's a really interesting trend, personally. Now, with the first book that you mentioned, I'm wondering if some of her book is stuff that she took off of her podcast, because that seems to me to be a big, good place to get essays. Yeah, I think there is some overlap, but I think a lot of it also came out of, she's a columnist for Self Magazine, I think that, so it is sort of similar, it kind of takes that similar format, each chapter is a bit of an essay, sort of, and they kind of string together loosely, so yeah, both of those first two are kind of in that that format a little bit. Yeah, that's the only thing I've noticed sometimes when you're reading books of essays by the same person, is sometimes it comes across as kind of disjointed because each of the essays is supposed to be a standalone, and it is, but that means you finish essay number one, you go to essay number two, and all of a sudden it's a totally different topic. Yeah, totally. No, these ones are kind of good on that. They're okay. both pretty, uh, pretty, they hang together pretty nicely, I think, so that's kind of good. Okay, and now let's get one thing done right off the bat as well uh, because this was something that I was mentioning earlier how my sister and I were banned from buying books from the beginning of November on. Yeah. Well, they took that ban off some years ago because they found that you can give gift certificates. Oh, yeah. Yes, and you guys, again, uh, the unfortunate thing is you guys had a sale on this past weekend on gift we certificates. We did. We did. Uh, Hopefully people made it out who wanted yes. to. But, but that doesn't mean you don't have any gift certificates left, right? No, we've got as many as people need. We've got 
we got them coming out the wazoo, so people are welcome to come down and get them. It's a great gift if you're not sure oh, what to get for somebody. Yeah. Plus, I think sometimes it's just nice, like, you don't just want to give people the gift of the book. You want to give them the gift of getting to go to the bookstore and oh. browse and look at things and sort of yeah. check it all out. That, for me, was always the best part when I was a yeah. kid. So I always got more, even more excited about a kid. Yeah, and if you happen to give them a $50 gift certificate, for an example, and they go down there saying, okay, and they happen to walk out with, say, 70 or $80 worth of books, you guys aren't going to complain at all. We sure are. We just want to make sure people are getting the books they want. That's what makes us happy. Okay. Uh, Julian, we're going to take a quick break, come back and talk some more about other stuff that's available down at Books & Company after Sounds 9. Good. Lunches on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at the Spruce Capital Senior Center. Each day features a different soup and sandwich or the occasional pasta or stew dish. Stop by the center to pick up this month's menu schedule. Then plan your next lunch date with friends. The Spruce Capital Senior Center is open five days a week with lunch hunt, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 3701 Rainbow Drive, across from a rainbow park at the corner of Rainbow and Layard Drives. Join PGSO Music Director Michael Hall and the rest of your Prince George Symphony Orchestra for a multimedia exploration of Beethoven's Pastoral Symphony, Saturday, February 4th at Vanier Hall. Sponsored by Dick Bile Law, experience this timeless classic in a brand new way. The evening will also include the overture to the Creatures of Prometheus. Tickets are available at the Symphony Office and through PGSO.com. It's Discovery, Beethoven's 6th, 7.30, Saturday, February 4th at Vanier Hall from your Prince George Symphony Orchestra. Shortly after 2 a.m. on October 22nd, Prince George RCMP arrested two violent offenders after their uninsured vehicle rammed multiple police vehicles. Police apprehended the suspects after successfully deploying a spike belt on Demano Boulevard. Multiple charges are pending and the file remains under investigation. If you have any information about this or any other criminal offense, call the RCMP at 250-561-3300 or report anonymously online through northernbccrimestoppers.ca. Kids and Teens in Control is now offering monthly drop-in sessions for kids and youth. These virtual groups meet for an hour every month. Participants receive support, mental illness education, coping skills, and a safe space to talk. Sessions for children ages 8 through 12 are the second Wednesday each month, while teens meet the first Wednesday monthly. Details on how to attend one of these group sessions are available through the Kids and Teens in Control link under support at bcss.org. Featuring the people who make things happen in Prince George. You're listening to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. So, Julian, we were talking before the break about getting gift certificates for Books & Company, but you don't have to use them on books, do you? There's a lot of other stuff over there. Oh, there sure is. We've got all sorts of things. We've got a great puzzle collection, which I think mm -hmm. is always nice this time oh, of year. If people yes. want to sort of, you know, sit by the fire, drink some hot cocoa, work on a puzzle, it's always mm -hmm. a good pick to, pick to, and we've got all sorts of them. Yeah. And, uh, jigsaw puzzles, occasionally, if you're doing it as a family, will lead to a bit of an argument because everybody's trying to reach for the same piece, That's but most true. of the time it's not too bad. No, it's usually a pretty quiet affair, I think. Yes. Now, one thing... I've been talking about with the people from Books and Company the last couple of months on the show, um, and I'm hoping the answer this time is a little bit different. Have the calendars for next year finally arrived? So we do have some calendars. Oh, good. It's been a bit tough to get them all, but we yes. do have a pretty good selection. We've got some animals, some nature photography, some art calendars, and we've got a really nice collection of um, indigenous art calendars in particular that are really flying off. People seem to love them. Okay. Now, the calendars you've got, are they both like wall and desk? 
We do, yeah. We've got a okay. few desk calendars, mostly wall, but we do have a few a few desk ones for people looking for them. They can definitely come and have a have a check out our selection. Okay, I might do that on Friday because I think I'll be in on Friday for a rather specific reason. It's the last Friday of the month, and that means what, Julian? That means it's time for the three-for-two bargain sale, where you can oh. come in and anybody looking for uh, some pocketbooks or sale books can come in. Basically, anything in the store that's on sale that's got a bargain price on it is on sale. You get, if you buy um, three, you get them for the price of two. So basically, if you buy three, you get one of them free. Yeah. yeah. And now, the thing people need to realize is, again, there are still a lot of tables of them off there to one are, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a big oh. collection we inherited from somebody. Yeah. A really big collection. They're all in really amazing shape. I, yes. <laughs> he had this way of reading books without even making them look like they've been read. <laughs> so a lot of them are in pretty much brand new condition. And it's a nice mix, but a lot of them are novels. It's a lot of mystery, thriller, fantasy, horror stuff in particular. But there's really a mix of just about anything you could find in that collection, which is nice. Yeah. Are there any of them that you've gone through and said, I'm picking that one up? You know, I found a few really great uh, old editions of some Stephen King novels that have been on my list for a long time that I sort of might finally get around to read now that I can pick them up for a couple of bucks here. Yeah. Yeah. And the other nice thing that people need to remember is, yes, there's all of these tables with these bargain books, but... You guys have got other bargain book sections sort of hidden away in different areas. We do, yeah. So we've got one section with a lot of our kind of nonfiction stuff altogether. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing, too, is that a lot of the time in each individual section, if there's an area you're sort of looking at, there's a good chance there might be some bargain mixed in as well, just sort of with the new stuff. So if you're sort of browsing, it's always good to keep an eye for those uh, bargain stickers on anything you find that might be eligible for the sale. Yeah, I think somebody over there told me the easiest way to figure it out was If the sticker is on the front, it's a bargain book. If it's on the back, it's regular sale. That's right. And it's also got a nice big uh, exercise. Uh, The bargain stickers got the price in nice big font that you get lower than you might expect. That's always an easy way to tell, too. Yes, like the bargain books. Well, I think, again, if I'm not mistaken, with those tables that we were talking about, it's usually the ones you guys inherited, if you will. I think every single one of them is like, what, 350 Yep, that's right. Those books are three fifty each, and there's tons of them. I know. So I was doing the figuring, and I was saying, okay, so I can get basically three books for $7. Pretty much, yep. And you guys don't even have to worry about which one is the lowest is the lowest price one. <laughs> exactly. It's nice and easy, too, so it's always good for us. Yeah. And I saw somebody in there recently who didn't even want to wait for the bargain sale was in there. And one of the salespeople, I guess she said, I'm going to be getting some books. And he went, they went and bought and got her like um, a little box oh, yeah. that she could start to put her books in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's important for people to be able to take books away. We, think. we don't want, we don't, you know, especially this time of year, we don't want books landed in the slush. That wouldn't be good. No. No, but I mean, this was while she was still shopping, though, too. Like, he wanted to make sure that she was not going to put her books down somewhere and have somebody else, I guess, come over and grab them on her. Yeah, absolutely, because there's so many lying around. It's easy to sort of browse someone else's by accident. So we like to make sure people have a chance to browse for as long as you like without getting snatched. Now, have you guys made any dent in the back room in these books yet, or are there still almost as many there as you had when you started? We're definitely starting to make a dent, but oh, there's good. still a pretty good stash left. So I think we'll we'll have them uh, those tables pretty well stocked for a while yet. Yeah, and the other thing then, of course, is 
make sure that you check in every once in a while because there are going to be, well, they're not new books as such, but there will be a new selection quite frequently. Yeah, exactly. So if people have come and they've started to find some stuff they're liking, they might want to make it a point to come and see what, what the new stuff comes out because there's only so much space, you know, and we can't have oh, them all I know. No, had you guys thought about just um, getting rid of all the other books for a while and just having the entire story be bargain books? Well, we could do that, but, you know, I think people might be a little annoyed. There's a lot of things people are looking for that they might not find in those piles still. Yes. I think we've got to keep the balance. Yeah, and I think one thing we should mention is um, the other table, I think a lot of people know about this, but they may have forgotten with all these bargain books where they are, is if you come in the main entrance off of 3rd Avenue and go all the way to the back left in the fiction section, there's a big table there. There is, yeah. So what we've done is, like I said, because it's sort of such a big section, all of our bargain uh, fiction books, not including that particular collection, but all the just ones we get from our regular suppliers, are all on a table basically in front of all the regular shelves with all the novels and fiction on them. So there's a really big selection in there, too. And lots of them are pretty, you know, big popular titles, things mm-hmm. that people really might be looking for and we've got a lot of them too well that's what i was about to say is that one um with the with the big selection you got on the tables in the other area of course most of them are singles if you will because they're from the collection exactly yeah on that bargain book table at the back there's usually four or five seven books from yeah, each title so acts. oh yeah so if anybody's look, got a book club maybe looking to invest in a stack of books to all read we've got a few they could come and grab a half a dozen of pretty easily <laughs> yeah and again as you were saying some new ones and some older titles and like i was noticing i think the last time i was in there i saw a couple of like um shakespeare yeah, we've got oh, some really notes. beautiful yeah. editions of some kind of really nice kind of hardbound or leatherbound copies of some classics. Oh. A lot of those, there's so many of them, I think. Everybody, you know, every publisher in the world's got their version of it, so they bounce around. So we've got some really beautiful ones that are, are sort of looking to get off pretty quick, so people can come and have a look at those for sure, too. Okay, so again, the bargain book sale this Friday. Yep, November 29th. Yeah. No, November 25th. I'm so yes. sorry, I'm getting yes. it wrong. A week before, a month before Christmas. Yeah, I so should, good, that's, yeah. That's a bad way to phrase it, though, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's just make it seem close. a little close, eh? Yes. Now, just so people know, I think most people do, but you never know, where is Books and Company, and how can people get information about what you've got? Yeah, so we're located at 1685 Third Ave, right across from the Native Friendship Center. Right. And people can also, if they want to check and see what we've got in stock or find out for a book, they can also check out our website at booksandcompany.ca, and it has up-to-date information on what's in the store, so you can even find out if we've got something and get us to, get us to hold it for you, if you like. Okay. And you can also call us at 250-563-6637. We're always happy to help people track down a book if they're looking for it. Now, in the website address, is it books and and company and written out? Yes, it's okay. book and then the word and company. Yes, I always like to check on that because I think on your storefront it's books ampersand, isn't it's it? It's books ampersand, yeah. We, we decided to do it. We wanted to make keep people on their toes a little bit, so we had to okay. make it different, I think. Okay. <laughs> Julian, books and company, I'll probably see you if you're working Friday. I'll almost certainly see you then. I'll look uh, forward to it. All okay. Right. Thanks All very right. much, and we'll talk with somebody from there uh, next month. Have a good one. You too. Take a quick break. Be back with more after 9. Don't miss Always, Patsy Cline, a heartfelt celebration of the legendary country singer starting Thursday through December 14th at Theatre Northwest. 
Based on the true story of Texas housewife Louise Seeger and her friendship with the singer, the musical features all of Patsy Cline's greatest hits, resulting in a down-home good time. Tickets are available at Studio 2880 and through TheaterNorthwest.com. Always Patsy Cline by Ted Swindley, Thursday through December 14th at Theater Northwest in the Park Hill Center. Kick off the holiday season and support your friends, family, and community with the 29th Annual Festival of Trees, proudly presented by Spirit of the North Healthcare Foundation. Join us for events such as the MediChair Seniors Brunch, Scotiabank Seniors Tea, and Canadian Tire Fashion Show, to name just a few. Or tour the trees from November 30th to December 4th at the Civic Centre. For details or to purchase your tickets, visit festivalofTreesPG.ca or call the Foundation Office at 250-565-2515. Local singer-songwriters Amy Blanding, Rochelle Van Zanten, and Kim Gucci share the stage with your Prince George Symphony Orchestra Saturday, April 15th at Vanier Hall. The PG Symphony Sessions is a celebration of local music with the original songs featuring new orchestral arrangements by Simon Cole. Tickets are available at the Symphony Office and through pgso.com. The PG Symphony Sessions with Rochelle Van Zanten, Kim Gucci, and Amy Blanding joining your Prince George Symphony Orchestra Saturday, April 15th at Vanier Hall. Forecast from Environment Canada. Snow mixed with rain ending late this afternoon, then cloudy. Wind from the south at 20 gusting to 40 this morning, a high of 1. Partly cloudy tonight, wind up to 15K, a low of minus 3 with a wind chill to minus 7. For Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a 30% chance of flurries or showers. Wind becoming south 30 gusting to 15 in the afternoon, a high of 3. Thank you for tuning in and staying tuned to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Jennifer Marsh, you had to come a long ways to get to the studio, didn't you? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. You're at Trainer Kim's Fitness, which is, what, basically the other end of the building from our studio and up the stairs. Yeah, we're just up the stairs over there, yeah, yeah. at the other end. Yeah, so what, what's it like there? Because I'm thinking a fitness studio upstairs in a building, I'm guessing you don't have a lot of weight equipment and stuff like that there. Um, we don't have any fancy machines, but no. we do have resistance bands and we have dumbbells and okay. we have our creative minds and mm-hmm. we use body weight <laughs> and we use whatever we can in the space that's available to us. Yeah. Yeah. So now how long have you been there? Um, we opened the studio in February, um, but Trainer Kim's Fitness has been around for a number of years. I'm not quite sure exactly how many. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a part of it for professionally only for about six months, but I um, have been participating in her classes prior to that for a couple of years. So, okay. So, what what got you into fitness? Um, actually, um, I had a pretty big journey. Um, um, as a, as a kid, I was really active and I was in figure skating and dancing. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I kind of moved away from that and I became a mom. And um, I spent most of my adult life being um, obese. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2019, I had decided that I was going to um, change that for myself. And I started um, working on some weight loss. And then mid 2020 um i saw someone post about one of kim's classes uh asking if anybody wanted to try it out and so i decided that i wanted to do that because i was looking for ways to amp up what i was working on already and i went to that class that day and i never looked back and um 
you know, the classes that we do, the style of fitness that we teach at Trainer Kim's, um, it changed the way I feel about fitness. You know, mm-hmm. I, I used to not enjoy exercise and I know that not everybody enjoys exercise, but mm-hmm. for the first time in my life, I found myself really enjoying it, <laughs> enjoying the way it makes me feel while I'm doing it, the way I feel afterward. And um, I loved it so much that I decided to... You to bought the company. The- well, okay, you, you <laughs> no. didn't buy the company, but no, you joined the company. No, I joined in with yes. Kim to to support her endeavors and to mm-hmm. also because I want to spread my love for fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, for I want to help other people find ways to move their bodies that they enjoy and and help them find health and wellness. So the the, the first class you took with Trainer Kim's mm-hmm. was that the first fitness class you'd taken like had all your other fitness training basically been on your own um no okay um over over the course of my adult life you know i kind of yo-yoed and mm-hmm. i had gone and tried you know working out at the ymca and i had um various gym memberships over the years i had tried a few group fitness classes and there were some that i really i did enjoy but it was different for some reason and <laughs> i don't know um i did that first class with kim it was at the park we were outside oh. and i really do enjoy the outdoor season and being outside, exercise outside is doesn't great. work in Prince George all the time, though, does it? No, no. hence the studio. Yes. And we found lots of ways to make it fun inside while we have to be oh. inside as well. Yes. <laughs> so now, what kind of classes do you teach? Um, we have a variety of classes. Myself, personally, I teach a few different times of the day. We have HIT boot camp classes, HIT being high interval intensity or high intensity interval training, sorry. And um, that's like a mixture of some cardio and strength training with dumbbells, body weights, resistance bands, and um, we do lots of core work. Um, I was offering a core and stretch class um, and uh, a couple nights a week. A week, I teach a power sculpt class, which is a strength-focused okay. class. We don't do a lot of cardio in that class, but we lift heavy things, and <laughs> um, we build our muscles and uh, reap all the benefits from that, so it's pretty great. And then we have other trainers who offer. We have a Greatest Loser class. Um, we just finished uh, a Greatest Loser group, and we have another one starting in January. It's kind of like a weight loss Mm-hmm. Uh, focused group and we do all kinds of different workout modes and we um, support each other with accountability and and nutritional guidance and that kind of stuff and um, another one of our trainers Andrew he has a martial arts background and he's certified on the TRX which is uh, a body weight resistance mm-hmm. training um, apparatus and he runs classes with the TRX and some kickboxing and Tabata kind of things and they're really fun classes as well Mm. super intense and really great workout yeah so when people hear you talking about the high intensity thing and they and you say boot camp Mm -hmm. do you have people come to you sometimes and say that sounds just a little bit scary boot camp like they're thinking army boot camp and stuff like that absolutely i hear that a lot and i'm like you know what it sounds scarier than it is (laughs) it's really just fun and it's adaptable for all fitness levels there's always options Mm. right if something is too hard or there's a limitation because of a physical injury or Mm -hmm. or something else medical or uh, what have you, uh, we can change up the exercise or the intensity of it to fit that person. And I can offer that on the spot. We all do. So so you guys don't usually do different classes for sort of different levels, if you will. Everybody does the same class, 
but they can do it at their own level to some extent. Yeah, absolutely. Although, that being said, in January, we are offering uh, Fitness 101, which is going to be a very beginner-level uh, workout, nice and gentle, not too intense for people who are looking to get started on a fitness journey or coming Gee, back into see, fitness. In from January, a right after New Year's <laughs> resolutions are made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, do you find people tend to when they make that new year's resolution that okay this is the year i'm going to get fit do a lot of people tend to just jump in too deep right off the bat um i feel like people come into things like new year's resolutions or even just a sudden burst of motivation (laughs) with the idea that they want to go full force for sure and and sometimes um you know that doesn't always work out for people but we're here to support so so don't say i'm going to lose 50 pounds in january say i'm going to lose five pounds in january five in february and we'll see where it goes from there yeah or you know it's good to have goals for sure Mm -hmm. but i think just focusing on how you feel in your body and working on you know uh, being healthy and being strong, you know, has the side effect of weight loss. And so if you're less focused on that solid goal, then you're less likely to get discouraged at the end of the day. And you're just going to focus on enjoying what you're doing. So quick question. Yeah. Sort of off of that. Do you guys have any scales up there? We do. Okay. I was wondering because yeah. I know some fitness places don't because they don't want people to focus on the weight loss or anything like that. And for some people, though, it's just what they want to do. Yeah. So we do so. offer that as an option. Okay. But it's an option. It's not yeah. something that we force on people. You or don't ask, insist that you people know. weigh in at the beginning Absolutely of each session. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. Weigh out at the beginning and say... You only lost three pounds in this hour. No. Mm-hmm. no. <laughs> only if that's something that they want for themselves okay. as like an accountability measure or just a tool to measure progress. But that being said, we always do remind people that it's not the only indicator of progress, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be back to talk some more with Jennifer about ways to keep fit <laughs> after nine. Revisit the basic elements of art and design at Two Rivers Gallery. Join Maureen Faulkner to learn elements including line drawing with graphite, texture with pencil crayons, shape with collage, and form with wires. It's a solid introduction for those new to art making or a solid review for returning students. We're back and back to the basics with Maureen Faulkner, Wednesdays from January 11th through February 22nd. Registration and full details are available through Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in Canada Games Plaza. The end of the week is time for well-earned relaxation and play. Join Two Rivers Gallery on select Friday evenings each month to enjoy the freedom of artistic expression, a fun atmosphere, and a complimentary refreshment. Open to adults with any level of art experience. Registration for the next Friday Art Disco is available through the Adult Programs link at tworiversgallery.ca. Friday Art Disco, new at Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in the Canada Games Plaza. Your Prince George Symphony Orchestra's main stage season has plenty to offer for everyone. Check out Beethoven's 6th on February 4th. Local singer-songwriters Amy Blanding, Rochelle Van Zanten, and Kim Gucci in concert with the orchestra on April 15th, and guest Henry Shepard on cello May 27th. Tickets and full details are available at pgso.com and from the symphony's office at Studio 2880. Your Prince George Symphony Orchestra's main stage season through May 27th at Vanier Hall. There are games galore every Wednesday at your Prince George Public Library. It's gaming hour from 4 to 5 for gamers aged 8 to 18. 
There will be a variety of games available each week for you to try for the first time or improve your skills on at this free drop-in event. Come out and make some new friends over a game Wednesdays through December 7th from 4 to 5 at the downtown branch of the Prince George Public Library. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Back with Jennifer Marsh from Trainer Kim's Fitness. Now, you were saying you offer a variety of programs up there, you yourself and everybody else. Mm -hmm. What are the times like? You guys must have to really figure out who's going to offer what course when. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we do have... uh, an early morning Zoom option from home that I run <laughs> oh, okay. at 6.15 in the morning. So if you want to get up and work out before uh, you get your... Oh, <laughs> no, it's fantastic. I can, I, I can imagine. Yeah, okay. I do sometimes feel that way about yeah. those classes early in the morning. You're like, running, I'm really, I'm, I'm you're running, running it, yeah. But you know what? Once I get started, I'm so grateful yeah. that I'm moving my body before everything else happens in my day. <laughs> and um, we have lunch classes. We have evening classes at various times. We have... Uh, like a four o'clock, a five thirty, and a six forty-five option ish. Wow. Yeah, the times are all on the uh, the website. Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely, we have a lot of times to accommodate pretty much any schedule. Yeah, yeah. So most of the classes then are offered at a variety of times during the week. Like for instance, let's go back to the one you were talking about, the boot camp. Mm-hmm. Is that just a one time a week, and that's when it's being offered, or do you have a couple of different sessions during the week? Well, the boot camp one is the one we run the most, and that's mm-hmm. six fifteen. That's noon and five thirty p.m. to Tuesday and Thursday, okay. and noon is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then also eight thirty um, Zoom on Saturdays. Okay, yeah, that's boot camp. Eight thirty in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah, and you want people to exercise. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and they do. They come. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, you say those are Zoom classes. Yeah. But like, are you here for those classes? No. Nope. No. Okay. I run them from I run them from a little space that I have set up at home. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like you're offering them here, no. but there is a Zoom option. Those yeah. are just strictly by Zoom. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and then, but it's but it's through the studio. Yeah. Right. And um, and then in studio we have the lunch at mm. ma- uh, Monday, Wednesday, um, Friday, and we have the Tuesday, Thursday evening options. Okay. Yeah. And so now, if people sign up for the boot camp, mm-hmm. do they sign up for a particular time? Like, would they sign up for, like, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday option? Um, right now, we have a flex option huh? so that people can flex in and out of which classes. They just okay. choose a number of classes that they want to participate right. in during the week, and then they can pick and choose which ones they come to. Cause I, and I guess that's the other thing, is fitness classes, for the most part, it's not like reading a book. Mm-hmm. You don't have to finish chapter one before you can do chapter two. That's Fitness right. classes, you can sort of jump in wherever you want. Absolutely. Yep. And as you were saying, you can do whatever level you're you're happy you're comfortable with. Yeah. And just let your instructor know. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, they you know, today I worked all weekend, I'm feeling a little bit tired, I probably won't be able to do as many reps as I normally do on these exercises and Yeah, we would just take And then the instructor weight. isn't gonna yell at you. That's right. I would not. No. Some of the other instructors would, but you won't because you're a nice person. Uh, I have my ways to encourage people. Uh She doesn't yell. She has a whip, but she doesn't yell. No. No. But so what do you usually do when somebody comes in and says, and they meet what you say because you happen to be there when they come in one day just to see what it's like, Mm -hmm. do you sort of sit down with them and they can talk to them about, okay, they can, what are your goals? What kind of fitness have you done before? Mm-hmm. Well, 
you know, we offer personal training at mm-hmm. the studio as well. And so that's something that I do in my personal training consultations, which are complimentary. And yeah. we do those prior to booking any kind of personal training packages. Mm-hmm. Um, but if people have questions, they're always welcome to ask them. And, and you know, we'll kind of guide a conversation in terms of, you know, what would be a good fit for choosing a class or yeah. what have you. Yeah. So if somebody does want to get into, like, the personal training thing, mm-hmm. but they just want to do some fitness they can come in, chat with you guys, and you can say, okay, this sounds like it would be a good fit for you, this class, or this class sounds like it would be a good fit for you. Yeah. Yeah, so. if they wanted to come in and see the studio and chat, I'm sure mm-hmm. that would be fine. We also have the Facebook page and the website, and um, there's email addresses and phone numbers, <laughs> and you can call us and ask anything, anytime, for sure. All kinds of ways to get in touch with you Absolutely, guys. Absolutely, yeah. How many trainers are at the Trainer Kim's Fitness. Um, currently, we have four. There's okay. myself. There's Kim, the owner mm-hmm. of the studio and the business. Um, there's Andrew, he and and we have Stephanie Swan okay. as well. Andrew White and Stephanie Swan. Okay. And they're we're all we're we're all awesome. Yeah. And now, <laughs> all, every all of the courses are offered by one person each time, though, right? Or are there courses that you might have two people? The classes? Yeah, the classes. Um, we, we each kind of individually offer mm-hmm. our own things, and we have our set classes each week, for sure. Um, sometimes one of us will cover for the other if mm-hmm. necessary, but <laughs> typically it's just, you know, sign up for boot camp with Jen or Greatest Loser with Stephanie or mm-hmm. TRX with <laughs> Andrew, yeah. So if you're covering for one of the other people, do you sometimes have to quickly check with them and say, okay, remind me again, what sort of stuff do you do in this class? Um, yeah, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. We'll check in and be like, you know, did you have a plan for that class? Or, um, but I think for the most part, we all know what we're doing. Pretty much, in those basically, yeah. yeah. So, so you know, for instance, if you're doing, if you're covering for Andrew with the TRX, you know that you're not going to do the same things that you would do in your boot camp. That's right. So, yeah, I would follow more of his. Yeah. Style and, and we would obviously be using different equipment. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Which you would have to, you, you might have to go in a little bit early and just remind yourself, okay, how does this one work again? Yeah. <laughs> so is there a certain time that we were sort of laughing, if you will, a little bit about how, like, you know, January is the time where a lot of people show up because they did the news shows. Are there other times of the year that you find people tend to start to think about getting fit? Yeah. Um, I feel like in the spring, we see quite an influx of people getting ready for wedding season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, in the fall, people kind of seem to want to um, have a fresh start mm-hmm. and start working towards some goals. It seems like a pretty typical time to to get back on the wagon. Yeah, after, <laughs> you know, after taking it easy over. all summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like those are a couple times a year. Okay. And, uh, I'm f- I'm fairly new to the industry, so yeah. I can't speak to whether there's consistently any other times of year. But no. I did notice that this year. That yeah, and probably as we were saying, right after the new year, you're probably going to see yeah some new faces. Yeah, and I think that's pretty pretty well known that yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a busy time of year in fitness for sure. And I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so again, if somebody wants to be fit, is their first step? Should their first step basically be to come in and just chat with you guys about this is what I'm looking at in terms of getting fit? Like I just want to come in a couple of times a week, just do a a class that's going to start out fairly easy, but then I can maybe ramp up. I think if someone's feeling a little intimidated or hesitant to get started, but they really want to do it, that that Mm -hmm. would be a really great way to get started for sure. A conversation um, would be 
Okay. Now, you kept mentioning website, Facebook, Mm -hmm. email, phone numbers. What are they? Oh, uh, (laughs) uh, the phone number for Trainer Kim's, I I don't have it off the top of my head, but we do have TrainerKim'sFitness.com is the website. Um, And we are Trainer Kim's Fitness on Facebook as well. Um, And you can look for the little pink and white logo. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... um, And then if people want to just drop by, they just come to corner of... Quebec and Third, the Q3 Absolutely. building here. Absolutely, and we are in the entrance off of Quebec yes. Street with the same logo on the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did notice, although people may not be able to see it if they come in that entrance, but there is a whiteboard in the main atrium here. Mm-hmm. You guys have at least a partial list of the different uh, classes that you offer. Yeah. Which and is kind of nice, so... For sure, if anybody wants to come in. And then, uh, as far as phone number, yes. um, we would call 250-552-8155, and that is available for texting as well. Okay. And uh, trainer underscore Kim at hotmail.com if anybody wanted to send an email and reach out. Okay. Sounds great. Jennifer Marsh, Trainer Kim's Fitness, thank you very much for coming in and letting us know what's going on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Okay. That'll do it for today's show. Kylie Lewis Holt in tomorrow, After 9. After 9 is a weekday presentation of CFISFM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen, Kylie Lewis Holt, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Theme music is by The Ebbs. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. This is 93.1 CFISFM Prince George, proudly supported by community groups like the BC Association of Community Response Networks, stopping adult abuse and neglect together.